Welcome to EndTheBible.com, where we tell everyone the truth about God's Word, expose the devil for the lies he tells, and mentor individuals one-on-one in a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Stay tuned for today's special Bible segment on EndTheBible.com. Well, today I want to talk to you about a subject in the Bible that we tend not to talk about often, or when we talk about it, we only reference it in importance to just Jesus. And it is still important, and that point is very well made, but I have to say, I think we don't live it out the way that we say or we have seen that it's supposed to be in the Bible. And that word is sacrifice. Yes, we know about Jesus getting up on the cross. We know about him dying for every one of our sin. But how did Jesus say he want us to be sacrificial to each and every one of the people that you see? Do you have your vertical right? Do you have your horizontal piece correct in relationships when it comes to sacrificing? Sacrifice is a part of the Christian faith. That is what we're supposed to do. We sacrifice our lives every single day when we live with the intentions of impacting others with what Jesus has done for us. Now, sacrifice is not something that's easy, but it does remind us to, one, be mindful of, are we sacrificing with or without limits? That's the question. Do you sacrifice where when you sacrifice, you don't have a, I can do this if, I can do this, uh, maybe, I can do this if it don't interfere with that. Heaven is a true home and everything we give up on earth is temporary. So if we got limits on our sacrifice, we need to sit down and look at God and say, why am I being sacrificial? God didn't have limits. He sacrificed his son for us. So let's dig into this and let's see what it means about sacrifice. Now, sacrifice doesn't replace obedience. So let's be clear about that. We can look at 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 22. And it reads, but Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of the ram. We are supposed to, one, obey what God is doing. So is it we are doing stuff that's going to cause our relationship with God to be out of order when we decide to sacrifice? No, that's not what God is asking of us. Do we have to obey? Yes, we do. Our sacrifice must not allow us to go against what God has written in his holy word for us. A lot of believers will sacrifice things such as their time, their money, their talents, their energy. They'll do good works for God. They'll do that all the time. But they're not careful to not let the sacrifice take over their entire life. 
which can cause them to fall in disobedience to the teachings of what God says. Good example, when the Bible says, keep the Sabbath day holy. You can argue all day, whether the Sabbath is Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day you choose. But you're supposed to take one of those days and honestly rest and make it all about Jesus. Remember, sacrifice is a gift to the Lord. It is something you're giving to Him. You're honoring Him and you're obeying His commandments. You're doing what He is telling us to do on a regular basis. It's not something where we sinning against what God is asking us to do. That's not what sacrifices are about. We must still walk in obedience to the Word and what God is asking us to do. A lot of people think that sacrifice won't cost you anything. Let's see what God truly says about sacrifice and you having to give up because I think we fail to realize that sacrifice does mean we have to give up different situations or different scenarios within our lives. So look at look at 2 Samuel 24 and 24. That's 2 Samuel 24 and 24. It says, but the king replied to Aaron, no, I insist on praying for you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offering that cost me nothing. It's going to cost you something to build up that marriage. It's going to cost you something to allow that kid to grow into the man or woman God has called them to be. It's going to cost you something to be there praying. Sacrifice may be freely given, but it's not a genuine sacrifice if it does not require you to give more of yourself. When we feel the pain of sacrifice, when it makes you feel uncomfortable, it takes you out of your comfort zone of whatever God is asking you to do, then and only then are you truly sacrificing like God has asked for you to sacrifice. I'm not saying you taking a beating upside the head and somebody is punching on you and abusing you. That is not what I'm talking about when I say that it costs. It's a simple fact of you may have been at work all day and your spouse is asking you to take out the trash. But you've been outside and you don't want to be outside. You're going to sacrifice without mumbling, complaining, and things of the nature and do it with a joyful attitude. That is what we're talking about when we're talking about sacrifice. You're going to do that thing without complaining. You're going to go to that place without it being a blowout argument. Because you're going to give freely. As you grow in your faith, you will begin to sacrifice to God more freely. And you'll understand that God gave the ultimate sacrifice. And so giving a little bit of your time or staying a little bit longer on the computer or going to a place that doesn't make you feel like you want to be there and I'm not talking about you going into sinful places no I'm saying you may be going to a dinner party that your spouse may need your support or your friend may need your support you're being a supporter you're sacrificing more for someone else than yourself now can sacrifice be a situation where it breaks your heart well let's look at Psalms 51 and 7 
And this is David talking and he's saying, my sacrifice, oh God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. God will not despise. So yes, sometimes you sacrifice, it's going to feel like you giving and giving and giving all that you got. That it breaks you down. But you know it's that spirit of goodness, the right thing to do. Doing it even when you don't want to is what sacrifice is truly about. When you are sincerely seeking God after forgiveness for the sins that you have, it's sacrifice that he will never turn away. The Lord wants us to come to him and be made clean from our sinful choices and our attitudes and doing things for those he's placed on this earth for us to help. Many times we walk in pride and it blocks us from being able to admit that we even sinning against God or that we're not being as sacrificial as we need to be when it comes to that individual God has told you hey I need you to give this I need you to do that I need you to be here I need you to bless that enemy that did you wrong if we could be humble that sacrificial thought process and brokenness can occur and God can use you greatly sacrifice is something that you do on a daily basis that's not something you do tomorrow and be like, okay, when Wednesday come, I'm not going to do it. No, this is a daily walk that God is asking you to give up your ways, the way that you think, the way that you think it's supposed to be. Let me tell you, logical people are the funniest folks because they say if it don't make sense, they don't really do it. Okay, everything that God asks us to do is not going to make sense. And it's definitely going to make you step into zones where you wouldn't want to go because it may not be what you like. Good example, your spouse may like tennis and you may not. But your spouse needs a partner to go play. You're going to sacrifice that Saturday morning and you're going to go out there and you're going to do it. The Bible says in Romans 12 and 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your body as a living sacrifice, something that's holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So give up you and let God see that you, your all, your body, your heart, your soul, your mind is all about him. You're going to give it up to God. Every day, you have a choice to offer your body as a sacrifice to God. Do you say when a situation come up, God, this is not about me. What you need me to do in this situation? Are we seeking him? The Lord doesn't force you as children of God to obey him. Rather, he longs for us to just Make that choice and decide it is what we want to do. It is a desire of ours. He wants us to sacrificially live every day for Jesus, being a living illustration of how God was on the earth. Our sacrifice of living for Jesus on a daily basis should happen despite the fact there may be temptations, trials, tragedies that come into our lives. People have that Oh, well, if you act this way, I'm not going to sacrifice my time or talent or even my heart to you. I'm not going to be with you. God did not say be sacrificial if this, if that. That's not what he asked of us. We also need to know 
that sacrifice come through us being very thankful for the things that God has blessed us with. If we were to turn to Hebrew chapter 13 and verse 15, you will see that God is asking us to be very sacrificial and be thankful for it. It says, through Jesus, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. When you get the call that the job is not no longer needs you, when you get the paper served saying he going to divorce you, or when he says, honey, I need you to help me with, you're not going to murmur and complain, you just going to do it. Or when that child needs to be driven to that activity, or when the mama needs you to wash those dishes, you're going to sacrifice, you're going to be thankful, you're going to have praise. One, that you have a spouse to ask you a question, or that you have a friend to ask you to do something of them, and you're going to praise. It says the fruit of our lips that openly profess his name. We are going to praise the Lord when these situations come upon us, and we feel uncomfortable about sacrificing. We need to take the time to be very thankful, because all of this at any given moment in time, can perish and be gone. We look at it like, hmm, it is mine and it's never, ever going to change. True to the matter is, the health that you have, we need to thank God for our health. You could be somebody who didn't wake up this morning. Or you could be somebody on life support. You could be an individual who are working around with oxygen. But know this. Regardless of whether you have oxygen, don't have oxygen, or have your full lungs, God is giving you a modification to be able to breathe. Be thankful in it. Understand sacrifice is all about Thanksgiving, and you need to sacrifice when you don't feel it. That's not always when it's good that you sacrifice and you be thankful to God. You sacrifice to God even when it looked bad. If God was to put you on the street today, reality of it is you need to be thankful to God. Be sacrificial about the fact that Lord is still allowing you to be alive. Sacrifice is all about you pleasing God. It is not you pleasing self. So when you step into your other uncomfortable zone and, and the Lord has placed you in a position that somebody wants you to help, it needs to be something that is pleasing to God. Don't believe me? Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 13 and 16. It says, and do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifice, God is pleased. So yes, when you're taking a few more minutes to do this or do that, God is pleased that you're doing it. God is very pleased when we are sacrificing to others. Yes, when you have to take up that one more load of laundry. When you have to help with one more school problem. Or when you have to go help the church 10 more extra minutes. Or be at your job a little bit longer. God is pleased with your sacrifice. Us as followers of Jesus Christ, we are often compelled to do good for others, even though they don't always return the favor. Yet we sacrifice with good works and the sharing of our resources as to the Lord and not to men. That's who you are pleasing. You are pleasing God. Our Father in Heaven is pleased to see children doing the right thing in spite of if they're going to get something in return, in spite of the pressure. 
in spite of the rewards, you are sacrificing because you want God to be pleased with your motives and the reason why you're doing the things that you're doing. So don't forget, once again, Hebrew 13 and 16 says, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifice, God is pleased. God is truly pleased. Not me, not the neighbor. You may get the reward and a thank you from them, but you know, ultimately the father upstairs is very happy for the things you do. Sacrifice ultimately was paid by our father Jesus Christ. He did it. He got up on the cross. Even though some of you would deny him to this day. Even though some of you will not do for your neighbor. But you profess Christ. Even though some of you don't even want God in your life. He paid the ultimate price. He paid it all. And we see this in Romans chapter 3 verse 25. It says God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement. Guess who that atonement was for? It was for us. Through the shedding of his blood to receive, to be received by faith. The sacrifice of Jesus covered every one of the sins you may be thinking, the one you have spoken in the past, in the present, in the future. All of that was his sacrifice to you. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ covered all the sins of the people. Once and forever. You don't have to keep coming back talking about, Lord, come on, help me. After Jesus' death and resurrection, there was no longer a need to sacrifice animals. Leave them poor animals alone. It was finished at the cross. When we put our trust in Jesus, that's where it needs to stay. When everything's going crazy, we put that trust in Jesus. Remember, his blood shed covers us so that we don't have to pay the penalty for sin. Not that we ever could, but without any doubt, you don't have to pay for that. Jesus already did it. What are you trying to do it for? That is the ultimate look of what sacrifice looks like. So how does that look for your life? Are you sacrificing daily to the people in your life? Or you're sacrificing and being and praising God for the good, the bad, and the ugly, and even the indifferent. Is that what you're doing when it comes to sacrificing? Does your life line up and God will look at you and be pleased with the sacrifice that you are giving out on a regular basis? We are always given an opportunity each and every day to sacrifice our own wants, our own needs, and our own desires for being able to further the kingdom of God. But do we do it? As you daily sacrifice, let us keep in mind that everything we do should be in the name of Jesus Christ, should be done in a sacrificial manner. Jesus Christ is a gift to the one who paid it all on Calvary. There is no reason we should not be sacrificing to God and doing for him like no other. You are doing for the man who decided 
I am going to take on your sin even when I don't even know what the sin going to be that you do. If you would look into Romans chapter 12, it was a turning point in the book of Romans. It really was. It was the main emphasis of the book as why we need a savior and how we can take the opportunity to accept him. There are many practical points to daily Christian living, which begins in Romans 12 and it continues on to the end of the book. It's important to know that salvation is through God, grace, and not our works. However, a natural result of the salvation is to live a life that's pleasing to God. This is exactly where Paul was to pick it up when he got to Romans 12 and 1. And he said in Romans 12 and 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is, that's the most reasonable service that you can do. The bare minimum that God is asking of you. The bare minimum. We make it out like, oh, it's, it's going to kill me. Paul was saying that because of the information that has been presented to us up until this point, he proposed that it's reasonable that no one would be complete. No one should be feeling complete unless you are sold out to God as a sacrifice, being used in whatever manner God is asking you to be used in. God wants you to be a saint certain way. God wants you to do certain things. If we were to look at Romans 12 and 2, the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be yet transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect and the will of God. It's not that we shape our way and our sacrifice to or his ways to us. It's the exact opposite. We are shaping our ways to him. The world will tell you different. I would like you to allow God's Holy Spirit to take control over your, your thoughts. We have a lot of people say I'm logical. I think this way. Let God have those thoughts. Let God have your attitude. You have to have a good attitude when being sacrificial. You don't believe me? Let's look at Romans 12, 3, all the way to verse 8. It said, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to God, have dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, all the members have not the same office, so we bring so we, being many, are the body of Christ, and every one member, one of another, having a gift different according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry. Or he that teaches on teaching. He that exhorts on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that rules with diligence. He that shows mercy with cheerfulness. Now look, 
understand? Paul was like, look, this began the treaty on our maturity in Christianity and how we should live. We're not obligated to live this way because of salvation, because our salvation depends on it, but because of the gratefulness we should have for knowing that God has accepted us into the marvelous and wonderful light. He has said, all your nasty that you have, I have decided to accept you. That is why we do the things that we do. That is why we live the way we live. We come together as one. God should be a guiding principle in your Christian walk. Whether it's in love, it's in your godly characters, your thought, the way you deal with other people. All of that should be based upon how God will want you to act. What does it say about love? He says in Romans 12, 9, all the way to verse 21, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. In honor, preferring one another. Don't walk around here and saying that you could be mean to this person, that person. No. He said, be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. Meaning I love you just like I love my brother. And if you don't love your brother that lives within your home or grew up with you, whatever the case may be, you need to check that. You need to have very good godly character. What does that mean? Not being slowful in business. You are very fervent, meaning you are diligent in your spirit. You are serving the Lord. You are rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. You're continually continuing instant in prayer, distributing, disturbing to the necessity of saints, giving, giving to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that do weep. That's the character God looking for. He is looking for that type of character out of us. And that's going to require sacrifice. Let's talk about that mind, that head, and, and sacrificing its thoughts to God. Being the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. Don't, don't think you got this all together, because you don't. Recompense to not man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lies in you, the Lord wants you to be peaceful with that spouse that's in your house. With those children within your home, with those co-workers, with the neighbors, with the friend, change that mind and live in peace like God asked you to live in peace. Oh, okay, you say, oh, they made me mad. All right, well, God say, dear beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place, don't give place to the wrath for it is written. The Lord say, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, guess what? You better go out there and give him some bread. Give him that cheeseburger. Whatever it is. Because he say, feed him. If your neighbor is making you, your enemy is making you mad, and he say he thirsty, guess what? Give him a drink. That Kool-Aid sound real good right now. 
for in so doing, thou shalt heap coal of fire on his head. Be nice to the man. Be nice to the woman. Be nice to the kids. Be nice to that boss. Do the right thing. God is dealing with them. Every time you do the things of God. Be not overcome with evil. But overcome evil with good. Don't talk about them. Praise them. Say good things about them. Don't pass it up. Give her a ride. Do the right things. Am I saying it's easy? No, but it's about sacrificing. It's all about sacrificing. You need to be able to know that what God asks you to do is not going to be easy. But if you want to please God, it's going to be worth it. So, Lord, I'm going to pray for everybody under the sound of my voice who's dealing with being able to sacrifice for their friends, their enemies, their neighbors, that spouse that is really getting on, on their nerves or that neighbor that you can't stand. And ask you, God, that you bless them, Lord, and give them an opportunity to serve sacrificially and know that if it doesn't come back right, Lord, that you're going to handle it. But our job is not to do the sacrifice because we want some in return, but we do the sacrifice so God is pleased with us. And because God died on the cross as well. We know, we declare this day that nobody will struggle with the ability to be sacrificial. If it takes you out of your comfort zone, you will do it with a very joyful disposition. I speak this over every soul, saved, unsaved, and thinking about becoming saved. I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for you answering the prayer and allowing me Every one of us to have a mind that says, I am going to be sacrificial so I can please you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you for this. In Jesus Christ's holy name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us to today's on today's session on InTheBible.com. Until next time, study to show thyself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly divided, the word of truth. For questions or comments, please send your request to questions at inthebible.com. Once again, we thank you and we hope you have a blessed day.